0: Get ready to grip it
1: and rip it.
0: All right, let's move out. We got golfers waiting.
1: Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show.
2: That's right, it's all about golf. The language spoken here every Sunday on Tea to Green, the golf show. Hello, fellow golfers, and welcome in to a Super Bowl Sunday edition of the big show. Kansas City or Tampa Bay? Well, nonetheless, we're looking forward to the big game today. I'm Jay Ritchie. Jerry Evans is off today, and it's another home edition of T.D. And, yes, we will be talking a little football, and we'll be talking a little baseball, too, because one of our guests was one of the best pitchers in baseball in the 1970s and 80s with the San Diego Padres and the New York Mets. In fact, he won the National League Cy Young Award in 1976. These days, besides working pre- and post-game for Padres Radio, Randy Jones is giving back to the community in southern california through his randy jones foundation which helps kids in the san diego area all of that good work comes at a cost and the foundation is in the middle of an annual fundraising auction the eighth annual randy jones invitational golf tournament and auction is taking bids on sports collectibles vacation packages and music and movie memorabilia to February eighteenth, Randy Jones here today on Tita to Green. Early Sunday morning, the sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one,
1: but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh Lord. What am I going? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues.
2: It's America's longest running network radio golf show, Tee to Green. Check out our website, teetogreenradio.com. Visit and like our Facebook page. I'm Jay Ritchie, Scott Cuddy's in Master Control. Also joining us on the show today, our good friend from Dog Leg News, Tom Edrington, will be here to talk about what's happening in the headlines in golf today.
3: And now,
0: a game of Commercial Chicken, brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long flow can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go.
4: So, traffic has been crazy lately, right? And rush hour? Forget it. Nobody wants to let you merge onto the highway. <laughs> but, hey, somebody let you merge
0: or you wouldn't be there, so... <laughs> Drivers who switch to Progressive can save big! Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.
3: This
2: is your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone. Lots of ways to listen to TD Green these days. Welcome back. Great to have you with us for a Super Bowl Sunday edition of the Big Show. Still broadcasting from home, keeping our social distancing going. I'm Jay Ritchie. Jerry Evans is off today. Scott Cuddy is in master control. We've got a great show for you today, later in the hour. Remember, Randy Jones pitched for the San Diego Padres, New York Mets, back in the 70s and 80s, won the National League Cy Young Award, in 1976, so he'll be joining us to talk about his Southern California Foundation, the Randy Jones Foundation, which does great work for kids throughout Southern California and the San Diego area. They're doing some fundraising right now, and they got a big auction going on, taking bids on a number of items sports related music related movie memorabilia stuff like that, and uh that goes through february eighteenth Randy'll be here uh later in the hour to talk about we'll talk a little baseball with him i mean uh what a what a year for for uh, what a tough year for baseball fans losing a number of baseball greats and of course most recently hank Aaron. Uh, we'll talk about Rand, to Randy about that. We'll talk about a little about his career, and then we'll talk about the foundation and the auction with Randy Jones later today on T to Green. Our first guest is ready to go, standing by. We got him for a couple of segments. There's so much uh, in the news in the golf headlines these days. Whether it's uh, the USGA and the R&A and their equipment uh, proposed equipment changes, whether it's uh, the controversies following. Justin Thomas and Patrick Reed, or, you know, there's always Tiger Woods and Bryson DeChambeau to talk about with uh, our guest Tom Edrington from Dog Leg News back on the show today. Hi, Tom. How you doing? I'm doing good, Jay. You left out one thing. Jordan What's Spieth, that? 61. He's I know. Jordan 61. Spieth is back.
6: How about that?
2: <laughs> well, we well, hope he's we'll back find-
6: anyway. We'll find out today because he's right there in the cauldron with Xander Shopley who's really hungry for a win. You know, they've got young Scotty Scheffler thrown in there in the le in the final group. And you know how it is out there at TPC Scottsdale. The birdies fly. So, you know, somebody could shoot 61 or 62 again today. You had, uh, Louis oost shooting 63 yesterday and don't forget JT 64 and you know, if JT gets off to a hot start and puts some pressure on, I wouldn't be surprised to see Justin Thomas shoot sixty-two. Yeah, a good lead-up to
2: watching the Super Bowl today. Watching the Waste Management Phoenix Open, which is on NBC, isn't it? Isn't it this year? Because the Super Bowl is on CBS, and when, and whenever they, That's... if it's on, if it's on NBC, the the, the golf's on CBS. Or if uh, the Super Bowl's on CBS, the golf's on NBC. Isn't that how it works?
6: Yeah, that's correct. And uh hello from the site of Super Bowl 55. Buccaneers back in it for the first time since Super Bowl 37. Winners of Super Bowl 37. Uh The vibe around Tampa is we believe they're going to do it again.
3: <laughs> yeah, you,
2: you learn, you're right there in in the speaking of being in the midst of the cauldron. How are things in Tampa with the Super Bowl there?
6: Well, a lot of complaints about a lot of complaints about non-social distancing. They were packed shoulder to shoulder in Ybor City last night. Uh, they were the you know the national news networks have been calling the mayor, complaining to her, uh, and, you know, and they had mask mandates, you know, even outdoors everywhere, but. Uh, I mean, I was, I'm watching at, uh, at TPC Scottsdale yesterday, and, you know, you have a lot of young people in the, you know out there to watch, and they're not wearing their mask, and if they do, they've got them pulled down, you know, halfway, and, uh, you know, yeah. people just, you know, when you get crowds together, they're not, not going to obey the rules.
2: <laughs> Is it an advantage, do uh, you think it's an advantage for Tampa Bay to be home, given the fact that they're not going to have a, a packed stadium, and And a lot of the trappings that come with hosting a Super Bowl?
6: Well, the 22,000 that are there are going to be heavily Tampa Bay because they got 7,500 local healthcare workers that they gave tickets to. The Bucks were able to, you know, to practice at their own facility all week, sleep in their own beds, uh, you know, do a regular routine, you know, and I'll, I'll tell you the, the guy that's elevated this team this year, he's made everybody up their game, of course, is the GOAT, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, well, that's why he's the GOAT. That's one of the reasons why. One of many, <laughs> many reasons why. That should be a great game. I think you've got to really even match up Kansas City is favored. But somehow Tom Brady always finds ways to win big games and Super Bowls. He's been there so many times.
6: Oh, yeah, there's no substitute for experience, and that's why you look in the final group at Scottsdale today. You know, Spieth has a lot of experience, but it's been so long, you know, three and a half years since he won the Open Championship, and he's come out of the depths. But it it shouldn't be surprising, because did you notice? He finally went to see Butch Harmon. Butch downplayed that big time. I think that's just respect. Between guys who teach for a living and, mm-hmm. and Butch doesn't like to step on any toes, but, but Jordan went out there and spent some time with Butch. So that, you know, Butch was kind of mum about that up to the point where he even kind of almost denied it at first, but everybody knew better. And it was about time because all, all the guys I know that have been great players in our area, you know, amateur golf, we're all saying to ourselves, you know, why doesn't Jordan go to see Butch Harmon? Butch is the ultimate guy it's who everybody eventually ends up with or has gone to some, at some point, and uh, you know Butch has forgot more about teaching golf than most most teachers know.
2: Yeah, and Phoenix, uh, they're going to have to go low today. It looks like a race, uh, uh, a a sprint to the finish for the final around uh, uh, at the TPC Scottsdale and speaking of going low the USGA and the R&A finally I guess decided they were tired of these guys shooting in the low 60s and and making a lot of a lot of uh, big time courses in some so many words obsolete with their play so they're going to they're going to try to do something with the equipment aren't they
6: it's a it's a battle with the manufacturers That's why if you pay, if you looked at it real closely, they have these long, what they call discussion periods. And the time between, you know, their release of their findings, they've been in constant contact with the manufacturers. And I think what we may end up with is, could be a tour ball that the tours play that, you know, if you, if you want to change it, just, you know, Put, put more spin on the golf ball. The old ball out of golf balls had so much spin on them. You know, if you uh, got it going sideways, it went way sideways. Yeah. Uh, the only guy I've seen that can curve the modern balls a lot is Bubba, is, is Bubba Watson. It's it's tough to hit the modern ball, to hit it way off line. And they've been engineering the dipples, and I think they're going to try to put the kibosh on that. And what's interesting, if, if you... If you've been around long enough, remember the first Big Bertha driver? You know, that was yes. the talk in uh-huh. the industry. That that Big Bertha driver is about the size of today's 3-metal. Huh. Wow. Yeah, that's right, the head size. Yeah. The head size has gotten so big, uh, if they made them reduce that a little. But, you know, it, it's six of one half dozen the others. Just don't know... How they're going, how it's going to shake out with the manufacturers? You know, Rory was saying what a waste of time it is because, and he was right in the point that it won't affect recreational players. Um, and and the thing too, where technology I don't think has improved anything in performance wise is putting. I still see guys putting as horrible as ever. That's why when you see these guys with that paint grip and the long putter and. You know, and all these wacky grips, they don't go to that because they're making everything they look at.
2: <laughs> and,
6: um, you know, regardless of what they do with a putter, it's still a skill set that, you know, there's a few guys who stand as great putters the way Crenshaw did in his day. Um, and I, I just watched the European Tour event, and, you know, once again, poor Tony Finau is right there, has a chance to win, and Tony goes bogey bogey on on the 16th and 17th holes, three putting 16 oh, and then uh, making bogey on 17. You got to be able to close and uh,
2: we're talking to a guy who closes all the time. That's Tom Edrington, Dog Leg News, and Tom is going to as I said is going to do a couple of segments with this and we'll come back and pick it up on the other side with Tom Edrington, Dog Leg News. We're talking golf. It's another edition of Tee to Green, the golf show will be right
0: back.
3: We are the Debt Destroyer Network.
2: Destination listening for dedicated golfers, it's Tita Green. it's the golf show. Each and every Sunday, we talk golf. Jay Ritchie going solo today, and another home edition of the big show. Our guest is Tom Edrington from Dog Leg News, and we're talking about some of the things uh, in golf these days, making headlines. A couple of guys, Tom, making headlines recently. Uh, Patrick Reed and Justin Thomas, not so much for their play, though, But for some other things, what's going on with these two guys?
6: Let me clear Justin Thomas right away, okay, because we just watched, uh, you know, the guys playing in Saudi Arabia. And I can tell you this, that the Ralph Lauren Company sells millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of their merchandise in all the Middle East countries who basically persecute and jail those that are of, uh, let's say, the gay persuasion. Yeah. Okay. So I've asked people this question. Isn't it a giant hypocrisy for Ralph Lauren to come down and drop Justin Thomas, just cut him right off, yet continue to sell all their merchandise in countries where, you know, there's heavy persecution of that? If Ralph Lauren really wanted to make a statement they come out and say, well, we're not going to sell any of our merchandise in those countries that don't afford freedom to those individuals. So, and everybody agrees it's a giant hypocrisy because Ralph Lauren doesn't want to hurt their bottom line with all those millions and millions of dollars that, uh, of their stuff that's sold in the Middle East countries. So I'm clearing JT of that right away because you're talking about a country with massive hypocrisy.
2: Yeah, and he he seems to be he seems to be hanging in there okay, despite uh, uh, despite the, the the controversy swirling around uh, a
6: remark he made. Well, he called himself a, he called him he called himself a name under the heat. And yeah. normally, when there's crowds there, they're picking up stuff on the mics now that normally nobody would would hear. And mm-hmm. so, yes, it's unfortunate. JT regrets it. Apologize. Ralph Lauren owes an apology to everybody because they continue to peddle their wares in countries that put people in prison for, you know, being gay. So, you know, that's, that's a, that's a giant hypocrisy. So, you know, I, as far as Ralph Lauren goes, JT's better off without him.
2: And the other guy, Captain America, who is more like Captain Controversy these days, and that's Patrick Reed, accused of cheating once again.
6: Well, I i ask a lot of people, and we know in amateur golf, if you played on high-level amateur golf, you know, you, you just don't see a guy say, hey, i got a, a situation there. Next thing you know, he's got the ball in his hand. Uh, you know, Patrick's got to understand that he's held to a different level of scrutiny, and Unfortunately, he didn't call one of his playing partners over and they were two lesser guys. Okay. There was, uh, Will Gordon, Scotty Sheldon, who are, you know, are not going to come over and say, Hey, let me come over because they're looking at a guy with, uh, you know, eight wins and a major championship and neither of these guys have a win between them. So they're kind of just kind of taking, you know, minding their own business. And it's up to, you know, the playing partners kind of protect the field and, you know, Patrick Reed was fumbling around there in that grass for quite a while before he picked up the ball, okay? And that's a problem that a lot of people, including players, had with that. Then he's got the ball in his palm, and you're supposed to, if you're going to pick your ball out, hold it between your thumb and forefinger in case you got to put it back uh, And uh and it's not embedded. It's just the way he went about it and then call for an official after he's already pulled it out you know if he looked in there and think it's embedded he goes he should bring in one of his playing partners to say what do you think is this embedded exactly and 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 they say yes and then they don't even need an official because the playing partner has protected the field but now he didn't you know nobody else saw it but him Next thing you know, he's got the ball in his hands calling for an official after the fact. And the official, there was nothing he could do. There was nothing the official could do, could really do because the the rule change has given a lot of discretion to the players. If the player thinks it's embedded, um, you know, there, it, it's, it, it's cut and dry where they're kind of off the hook uh you know they tried to bring Rory into it and Rory was kind of having second thoughts after he dropped his but he Rory if the difference was Rory dropped his in the same lie you know right where he picked it up you know almost next to it whereas Reed went right over to the shorter grass where he'd have an easier shot into the hole
0: yeah
2: and, i think you know and, i i i'm sorry i uh i uh, i was i was thinking about this and I want to get your take on it. I think Reed sort of, sort of likes the controversy and plays off it, and and seems like he plays better the more fire he's under, the more heat he gets from people,
6: if he has time to recover from it. But you'll notice back that was a Saturday, and as soon as he, right after that hole, he made three or four bogeys. He made three or four bogeys, so that was kind of karma catching up to him there. But the the thing is, I told somebody I says, "Don't worry, he's going to do it again somewhere. <laughs> He'll yeah. do it again." Yeah, yeah, we've can't, seen that. Can't
2: help himself. He, he tends to double down sometimes, too. Yeah. Okay. How about uh, Bryson DeChambeau? Is he is he going to get away from the balking up thing?
6: Yes, he is. Uh, Bryson, kind of, if you look at him, he was getting a little uh, squirrely around the middle. And he even knows that. And, you know, when you gain 30 pounds, I don't care who you are, you're, you know, it's going to be easier to fatigue. And I told somebody, I said, because, we, you know, uh, we were the group that uh, used to train with U.S. Army Rangers who have to hump 100 pounds on their back. Your typical Army Ranger is 135 to 165 pounds. You know, you can't be all bulked up and, yeah. you know, have have the endurance that they need. Same thing, I think Bryson probably realized that maybe he doesn't need to go to 260 pounds for sure. So he squashed that idea. And he wasn't too sharp over in Saudi Arabia. Uh, you know, he finished uh, pretty far down. I know Reed was, uh, over par. And Bryson never really got it going after the first round. He shot 65. And, uh, and didn't do much after that. So, you know, he, you know, it, it's it's all going to depend on what the rough looks like wherever he plays because I think, you know, the main thing to stop distance is to start growing rough. And I saw, you know, one of the European tour events, they played on a course that was only 6,600 yards, but the trees were so tall that you couldn't cut the corners. Mm-hmm. You had to strategically play the golf course. And, you know, if you want to, if you want to stop these guys from cutting corners, just put some deep bunkers in, you know, in in, in, in where the ball hits and then bounds into the fairway. Yeah, you know, that, that that stops that in a heartbeat.
2: Yeah, Tom Edrington, Dog Leg News with us. And finally, Tom, we got a couple of minutes left. Uh Tiger Woods, what's new with Tiger? Anything these days after after yet another surgery?
6: <laughs> what's new with Tiger Rehab? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's get injured Surgery, rehab, come back, can't practice enough, can't get enough reps. Uh, I just, you know, the, the thing I see with Tiger is he doesn't putt as well as he used to. And heck, nobody putts as well at age 44 as they did at 24 or 34. Sure. And he, you know, the guy was, he was the absolute, probably one of the greatest players at Reed and Greens. Because he always got the proper read. Nobody helped him. It was always Tiger. You know, a caddy might give a second opinion if he asked for it. But Tiger was a terrific greens reader. Made plus. I mean, when I I was dazzled when I saw he couldn't make a five footer in the uh, in the PNC, what used to be the father son, now it's the parent child. Uh, he couldn't make a five footer to cover Charlie on a you know on a par three hole uh, for par. I said. The Tiger was, we know, never missed a five footer that counted. And I just think he's, you know, he, he outworked everybody. Sure, he had enormous talent, but you still have to have an incredible work ethic because these young guys keep getting better and better. They're not going to get worse. Dustin Johnson strengthening his, you know, his grip on number one. I mean, Tiger could bring out his, his 44 year old A game. And if Dustin Johnson's got his A game, Tiger can't beat it.
2: Interesting, yeah. Uh, never thought you, you, you would would uh, you be uttering those words. <laughs>
6: well, you know, Father Time's undefeated. Tom Brady's kind of uh, uh, really uh, uh, putting him at bay, but <laughs> so uh, far, you know. anyway. Yeah.
2: All right, that's Tom Edrington. Tom, it's always fun talking to you. Uh, going over some of the big headlines of the of the uh, day in the golf business in the golfing world. Dogleg News. If you want to read more from Tom Edrington, he's got his, he's got the, uh, he's got his pulse on the on what's happening in golf. All his finger on the pulse of what's happening in golf all the time with Dogleg News. Tom Edrington, our guest there. Uh, coming up, we'll be talking to Randy Jones, former San Diego Padre pitcher, about the Randy Jones Golf Foundation on tee to Green.
0: The wedge in hand, certainly, uh, you throw it behind the hole and. and... Drag it back a little bit. That's what he's trying to do. Oh, beautiful. Oh, had that sound? Give him one. Well done, Tiger Woods. That's a good way to answer
1: a double bogey. Do you own a timeshare but can't use it because of travel restrictions, a change in life circumstances, or perhaps you can no longer afford the monthly payments or annual maintenance fees? If you feel stuck or just need to get out of your timeshare, Newton Group is here for you. They are the nation's oldest timeshare relief company, which means you can trust them. Read the reviews. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, 4.7 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot, and a proven track record to legally relieve you from the financial burden of your timeshare. Getting out of your timeshare can be tricky business, so it's important you go with a company you can trust. And nobody, I mean nobody, has more experience than the experts at Newton Group. For your free consultation and your free consumer's guide to Timeshare Exit, call 877-WE-DO-EXIT. That's 877-WE-DO-EXIT. Why pay for something you aren't using? Give us a call at 877-WE-DO-EXIT or visit newtonexit.com today. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home
3: before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. And learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759.
0: I don't even recognize myself anymore.
4: I'm really worried about him but you have to reach out for help.
0: It's time. I can do this.
4: Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment.
3: Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800 338 6906. 800 338 6906. That's 800 338 6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Far surpassed our expectations of how
4: well he was going to play.
0: From 71st City. Got it.
5: And another moment
1: today Bay Hill War. Can I just see that?
0: I think the great expectations are now real.
2: New interviews and fun for everyone interested in golf. That's what we do every Sunday here on Tee to Green, the golf show. I'm Jay Ritchie and Master Control, Scott Cuddy. And our next guest is standing by and ready to go on the T to Green guest line. Randy Jones was drafted by the San Diego Padres baseball team in 1972. In 1975, he won 20 games. The next year, 76 he went 22 and 14 and won the National League Cy Young Award after eight seasons as a Padre. He was traded to the New York Mets in 1980. He retired from baseball in 1983. Currently, he remains involved with the game, working the pre and post game shows for Padres radio broadcasts. Randy is also an entrepreneur owning several businesses in the San Diego area, and he gives back to the community through the Randy Jones Foundation, a nonprofit based in San Diego that provides opportunities and resources for kids to participate in local sporting events, programs, and outdoor activities. Through the foundation, Randy Jones spends time with hundreds of kids at baseball games, fishing trips, and golf clinics. All of that comes at a cost, and the foundation is currently in the midst of its annual fundraising auction, the eighth annual Randy Jones Invitational Golf Tournament and Auction is taking bids now on sports collectibles, vacation packages, artwork, and music and movie memorabilia through February 18th. So for about another eleven days. And we welcome Randy Jones to Tita to Green today, the Junk Man. How you doing, Randy? I'm uh, doing good, Jay. It's great to talk to you know, hey,
7: you! Know, what a great Sunday! Here we have, you know, working out, man. We got uh, got maybe a little bit of golf out of uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and the Super Bowl right after that. Uh, it's going to be a great sports Sunday.
2: Yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. Um, you are there in San Diego now, are you not? I am. This is uh, my home, and uh, you know, another beautiful morning here. I can
7: Just
6: tell you that.
2: You know, it's been a, I mentioned this earlier in the show, it's been such a tough year when you look back at all of the great, uh, ballplayers we've lost this past year or so. Uh, and most recently, of course, Hank, Aaron, a lot of guys that you probably played with and against during your career, correct? Oh, uh, yeah, there's no doubt. And, you know, I, it was
7: inevitable that, uh, you know, we're, a, we're You're not getting any younger, Jay, but, you know, we're going to lose some of these great players, but I, I played in an era where, you know, like you said, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, you know, Tom Seaver, Tommy DeSoto. I mean, all these, you know, friends of mine that I got to meet and uh, honored to do so, but it was a great era for baseball, in my opinion, and I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. But, you know, unfortunately, yeah, we are going to start losing some of these great names.
2: What was it like standing on the mound? You're playing the Braves, and number forty-four Hank Aaron comes to the plate.
7: Well, you know, hey, when you're a young kid, I never, uh, well, all right, I'll confess this up to you. You know, the first big league hit I ever gave up in 1973 was a home run to Willie Mays. That was my <laughs> first hit. yet, you know, and they still haven't found that baseball. He hit it so hard, but I, you know, it didn't. Four days later, Don Zimmer was my manager, and he uh, gave me my first start in San Diego. Here, and uh, I remember it was against the Atlanta Braves in the very first inning. I, I thought I threw a pretty good pitch to Hank Aaron, and he kind of flicked his wrist and hit it, he hit it out about you know eighteen rows up in left center field. And I went, whoa, you know. So I, I hadn't been in the big leagues five days, and I already had uh, Willie Mays and Hank Aaron in
2: my book. You
7: know, yeah, already going up.
2: As I mentioned, I you, were, it. you were drafted in 72, and then a year later, there, were you, you, there you were pitching in the big leagues without much much minor league seasoning. How was that? Well, I,
7: you know, I, I think the big thing is I was 22 years old when I signed. I'd already I'd got my degree you know, at Chapman University, and uh, so, you know, I was one of the older statesmen, so it took about 20 starts in the minor leagues, and I got my opportunity, and I... And to say the least, I made the best of it uh, in in that situation here in San Diego.
2: Was uh, if you could pick out one highlight or one thing that uh, you're you're most proud of in your career? I think
7: probably starting the 1976 All Star Game in Philadelphia, the bicentennial year that you know I got to win that year in '76, and uh, you know, I mean, like my my infield, I had Pete Rose at third, Dave Concepcion at short, Joe Morgan at second steve garvey at first and johnny bench behind the plate and you know what jay i had a pretty good feeling i was going to win that ball game
2: <laughs> yeah that's for sure that that's just amazing we're talking to the junk man randy jones major league baseball san diego padres and new york mets randy you when you when you retired in 83 uh was that a tough decision no, that's not really for me, Jay. I mean, I, I, I actually,
7: I had a, I'd snapped a nerve in my, uh, my pitching elbow, um, right after the '76 season, actually, and had to rehab that. And, and actually, I'd, I'd snapped it five times before I gave it up. Wow. I mean, I re, I rehabbed my arm five times, you know, from that nerve damage, and, uh, and I just knew it was. It was I was out, of, I was out of bullets, man. I just had ran out of pitches finally. And it, it, and I realized that I just I couldn't I couldn't play the game and compete like I wanted to, you know, so I, I needed to retire. I had to do. that. Yeah.
2: you you could have just ridden off into the sunset and and grabbed the golf clubs and headed to the golf course, but uh, you didn't. You stayed in San Diego. You're working Padres radio broadcast. You own a number of businesses there, and you also started the Randy Jones Foundation. How did that foundation get get going? Well, I, I
7: I think what it was is you know actually it was through golf, Jay. I uh, what I started is uniquely over the years in, in playing scramble and charity events. I, I I I would do fifty a year, at least fifty tournaments a year, and playing then helping charities out, and, and then almost you, know, you get that one, you know, you get that one day tournament. I I do it for cystic fibrosis, arthritis foundation. You know, different charitable events, and I I do that one day Randy Jones golf tournament. That's where I came up eight years ago. I came up with the idea, let's, let's expand this. And so I started the Randy Jones invitational, you know, where, um, basically theoretically, I I wanted to help many, many charities. So, and through that, um, we came up with an idea where, you know, we would, if we would just, we would invite the top three foursomes from every charity event in San Diego to play in my golf tournament. And you you play the semifinals for free, and, and we started that whole concept. And next thing I know, we were helping about three hundred charities with their golf events and inviting it to mine. Where you come out and you come out you know, during two weeks at hit a local, at, at Sequan, a local tournament here, of golf course. And uh, we we've ended up with fifteen hundred golfers out there over a two week span. Wow. And, it's incredible, and like I say, it's a free round of golf, and, it, and the people already got behind it. And it uniquely, played, you know, scramble scrambles, Jay, I know how they work and how much fun they are, but, you know, the one thing is, you know, you, you nobody can count when you do a scramble, it seems like. So what I did is I played I, I a little bit of I well, I'm a little bit legitimate. I, I got scores on every single hole and everything, so I, just, I made it pretty fair. You know, yeah. for everybody, and after after fifty years of playing in these things, I knew half the guys that were playing in my event, and so they really appreciated it. You know, whatever they their score was going to mean something, and then then we had the final over a weekend in February, and basically, fundamentally, what happens is, you know, once you those players only have one portion that will win win the scramble championship, and we donate $10,000 back to that charity they came from. And plus, as a winner, we, we put them on a private jet and we fly them up to the Pebble Beach for a weekend let them play golf. And it's all on us. And that's what you'll win. And we've been doing this now for eight years. And it's, it's just been incredible, the response, and, and how much these people just keep giving back to charities. And up in 300 charities. And that, that led me into that's when I started the foundation that extra money, I said, well, we need, we need to help some military kids and, and help some of these military families, and that's where the foundation started, and, and that's what we do. We give these kids an opportunity to play travel ball or, or go to golf events where they couldn't afford it, and that type of thing. We try to give these kids an opportunity to be the best they can be in sports, and, and, and it's really made a difference here in the last five, six years, and, and I'm very proud of that.
2: This year, because of COVID, are things different? Is everything online and virtual?
7: Well, I mean, after seven years of doing the turn-up, we had a good base and all the charities. Uh, and and see, like you couldn't qualify because all the charity events had been canceled. So we just opened it up to um, all of our, our golfers. And then we got the click and talk you know, to make it available to them. Uh, all you had to do was get, go online at Randy Jones Invitational, in register, you can come out and play for free in, in the semifinals. And we filled up with 1,500 golfers. Uh, I don't know. I think we had a waiting list of 200 golfers when we got done. They, yeah. they, they did, didn't get to play. You know, but that, that, I think that's a good thing. And it, it all goes toward charity. Every see how they are out there. We're just we're creating opportunities for apples. And, and we're just raising money for the kids. And, yeah. Uh, what,
2: what's, what sort of – tell us about the auction. What sort of uh, items are – people able to bid on, especially sports collectibles? What kind of what kind of things you got up for bid? Well, I mean, I, I, like this year, I got
7: quite a few of my jerseys that I had hanging around out, the, you know, out in the barn, and so I, you know, uh, we got those and we framed them up, and uh, you know, and I'll, around here, I'll I'll, I'll do a, a round of golf with me, you know, a day or a lunch with me, to, you know, any any time. Or maybe go to the ballpark with me and watch a, a baseball game and those mm-hmm. type of things. And, and, you know, so we, we work with other collectibles where they give us pictures and great stuff that you can win. Uh, but, you know, overall, it's just, you know, what the big thing to me, Jay, is I always try to create a win-win-win situation, whatever I'm going to do. And yeah. I, I know in the last eight years I've proven that uh, this is true. I mean, in just that. Uh, and I get tickled myself. Enough you know, to playing in so many scrambles. with they have the scores on every hole. It's fair enough. You don't have to worry about your score because I keep it. And I, and I just think it's hilarious. And these guys just have so much fun doing that. Um, and, and that's what's important to me. Is everybody has a great experience, a lot of fun, and we raise. We don't raise a ton of money, but hey, we make it. We 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 raise enough money to make a difference. And that's what's important to
4: me.
2: There you go, the Randy Jones Foundation, the 8th Annual Randy Jones Invitational Golf Tournament and Auction. You can bid through February 18th, and you don't have to live in San Diego or in Southern California to do this. Randy, in the time we have left, about a minute or so, tell us how people can, can go online and bid.
7: Oh, you, you know, yeah, just go to the website, Randy Jones Invitational. Uh, you can do that, or the Randy Jones Foundation, or both, uh, both websites will direct you. You know, to the auction and stuff, and you know. And now, unfortunately, if, if somebody's from out of state, you know, like somebody from Colorado, you know, if they, if they went around to golf with me, you're going to have to come to San Diego, Jay.
2: <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> that nothing wrong with San Diego. Nothing wrong with Colorado, but nothing wrong with San Diego either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, the eighth annual Randy Jones Invitational Golf Tournament and Auction. Give it the website again, is what, Randy. Well, you are dot
7: you can get there, or you know the RandyJonesFoundation.com, dot uh, Either one of those, Google those, and it'll, it'll put you online, and 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 they're 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 both tied together, you know. And I can't say enough Jay, about Fluky Golf and what they do for golf and the discounts they give. You know, all the players, you know, getting G times, and I'm uh, I'm excited about working with uh, Jason and and Fluky Golf and, I, I, you know, we've got some other exciting things coming up. Stand by.
2: Yeah, All right. Click It Golf is is the is is sponsor for what Randy is doing with the Invitational Golf Tournament and Auction. Click It Golf for more information there. Randy Jones with us today on TD Green. Thanks, Randy, and uh, much continued success to you and the Foundation.
5: Hey, Travelers.
2: this hour in radio the quickest hour in golf this hour just flying by what what happens when you have great guests on the show talking golf talking baseball you name it uh, on the on tee to green today but we're not done yet the waste management phoenix open the only major golf tournament going on today but it's uh, it's a dandy tpc scottsdale the stadium course not a couple of 100,000 people out on the course today because Of COVID, but uh, uh, they're going to get a good crowd out there for the final round, and uh, they might witness uh, an interesting final round. The leaders going into the final 18 today, tied for the lead Jordan Spieth and Xander Shafley. Spieth got in contention with a 61 yesterday. They're at 18 under par, three shots better than uh, Scotty Scheffler and Young Hoon Lee at 15 under. Louis Ace, Louis Ostazen <laughs> and Justin Thomas, 14 under par, and Brooks Kepka and 54-year-old Steve Stricker, 13 under, five shots back heading into the final round today on NBC with a great lead-in to Super Bowl 55, which will be over on CBS later in the day. And the Kansas City Chiefs, And Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. This has the makings of a great Super Bowl. I don't know if either defense can slow down the offense in this one. So I look for a high-scoring, close game. And if it's close at the end, Tom Brady has a habit of winning close, big games, close at the finish. I'm going with Tampa Bay. Thanks to our guest today. Tom Edrington, Dog Leg News, and Randy Jones from the Randy Jones Foundation talking about his golf invitational and his golf auction. You can go online, randyjones.com, and bid for items to help out a worthy cause in the San Diego area through February 18th. That's going to do it. Thanks to Scott Cuddy and Master Control. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the game. Until next time, hit them long, hit them straight.